and welcome to another episode of Exposit the Truth, where it's all about the clear understanding of the living Word of God and how to apply it to everyday life. On this episode, we're going to be talking about who is a scoffer, how to identify them, um, and the definition of who a scoffer is. Uh, We don't really use this word in our language today, so it is one of those words we have to uh, learn the meaning of, because uh, no one is going around today saying, you're a scoffer, right? No one's using that word anymore. So the word translated scoffer in English can mean one who mocks, ridicules, or scorns the belief of another. In Hebrew, the word translated scoffer or mocker can also mean ambassador. A scoffer not only disagrees with an idea, but he also considers himself an ambassador for the opposing idea. A scoffer is someone who takes lightly what should be taken seriously. I'll repeat that. A scoffer is someone who takes lightly what should be taken seriously. Someone who lives for their own kingdom rather than for God's kingdom. This is because they love themselves and their sin rather than accepting the truth of God's word, making themselves fools instead of having true wisdom. So with that said, let's go into a detailed explanation, description of a scoffer. 2 Timothy chapter 3, 1 through 9. But understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, Lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power, avoid such people. For among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sins and led astray by various passions, always learning but never able to arrive at the knowledge of the truth. Just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so these men also oppose the truth. Men corrupted in mind, And disqualified regarding the faith. But they will not get very far. For their folly will be plain to all. As was that of those two men. Alright, and so that's a lot of detail. That is very thorough. Uh, There is no mistaking. And we uh, can know simply who a scoffer is by what they're living for and what they say. uh, And what they do. So there is no denying what a scoffer is with that, with such a clear description. Uh, you know, scoffers who are or non-believers who are. Um, so one of the most common and clear examples of people who live for themselves and mock the truth of God's word. You're looking at humanism, right? Humanism people are those who believe in evolution or Big Bang. Nothing became something somehow. And it's all about the elevation of people, that society and the human race will continue to evolve, get better, expand out to the universe, 
um, it's the worship and idolatry of people, right? Um, it's all elevating the, the, themselves and does not glorify God, rejects God and His commands. And so that's a good common and clear example. Uh, anything else like that, uh, Scientology, anything like that uh, along those lines. Now, those examples are more clear and easy to identify scoffers, um, live for the world and worldly things, atheists, agnostic, whatever. And then you also have uh, more difficult scoffers to identify are the uh, people who disguise themselves to be godly, but they are not. Uh, prosperity gospel teachers and many cults and, and things like that. Um, so, yeah, that is different because you have to really go by uh, their actions behind the scenes, right? And what they say behind their scenes. Because um, they appear to be godly, but they are not. Um, they are apostates. Okay, so now let's look at a closer look at a couple notes for these verses. The word times had to do with the epochs rather than clock or calendar time. So what is a epoch? Epoch is a period of time in history or a person's life, typically one marked by notable events or particular characteristics. So that that's what an epoch is. So epoch uh, had to do with the word times rather than a clock or calendar time. Such savage... Dangerous eras or epics will increase in frequency and severity as the return of Christ approaches. The church age is fraught with these dangerous movements accumulating strength as the end nears. In verse 8, the word opposed is the same word translated debased in Romans 128 and comes from a Greek word meaning useless. Uh, in the sense of being tested like metal and shown to be worthless. Okay, so this passage of scripture gives us a detailed description of who a scoffer is, how they live, what they do. Uh, people following their own desires chase the love of money more than the precious gift of life. Uh, and is and this is nothing new uh, since the corruption, uh, since sin entered the world, since the conception of sin. We can clearly see its effect on people, right? And most people live like this, right? Uh, you do not even have to be a Christian to understand that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, from 1 Timothy 6. It is truly sad that people choose to take other people's lives over selfish ambitions or greed, whether it be killing a child in the womb, stealing, murdering, cheating, betraying uh, your friends or your family etc. We know and we can clearly see how people fall short and are born as a slave to sin automatically. Uh, the billions of people, 8 billion people on the planet, um, tens of millions being killed inside the womb um, and murdering and cheating, uh, whatever it is, we are in a fallen world. All right, and, and, and the love of money is clearly seen at the worst um, level in, in, in government, right? In places of power, or people say they, they serve the people, but obviously they don't. By simply looking at how they live and what they do, what they have, it's very clear. 
But the good news is we do not have to continue to be a slave to sin, but instead become alive in Christ, Jesus, who transforms us and frees us from the bondage of sin, thus empowering us to live for him, his commands, and not our own fleshly desires or feelings or pleasures. Okay, let's move on to 2 Peter 3, 1 through 7. Now, this is the second letter that I am writing to you, beloved. In both of them, I am stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder that you should remember the predictions of the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior through your apostles, knowing this, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days of scoffing, following their own sinful desires. They will say, where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. For they deliberately overlooked this fact, that the heavens existed long ago, and the earth was formed out of water and through water, by the word of God, and that by means of these the world that then existed, was deluged with water and perished. But by the same word, the heavens and earth that now exist are stored up for fire, being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly people. So let's break that down. In verse 1, the word sincere means uncontaminated, unmixed by the seductive influences of the world, the flesh, and the devil. Peter sought to impress on his readers the truth they already knew so that their sanctified reason and spiritual discernment would be able to detect and refute the purveyors of false doctrine. In verse 3, false teachers argue against the second coming of Christ or any teaching of Scripture through ridicule. In the last days, refers to the entire period of time from the arrival of the Messiah to his return. So, uh, to clarify, we are in the last days. We have been in the last days since the arrival of the Messiah since Jesus came, the birth of the first century church, the birth of the church, and until now. So we have been in the last days and we can see how it has been progressively been getting worse. The amount of scoffers, the amount of false teachers, the amount of people who love themselves, right, and love the money and love money on themselves, it has been getting worse. You don't have to look very far to know that this is truth. In verse 7, the present world system is reserved for future judgment, which will come by the word of God, just as creation and the flood came. Until the day of judgment of the ungodly refers to uh, how the earth waits for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly people. The godly people will not be present on earth when God speaks into existence the judgment by fire. So when you think about how God just spoke everything in creation into existence, he spoke to control the flood that flooded and deluged the entire world, right? And again, he will speak into existence the fire that will destroy the entire world uh, again, uh, one final time. So... Um, you have to, it's not so far-fetched when you, when you think about the power of God and what he can do. Um, and this is why the scoffers 
uh, mock God and, and, and don't want to accept a future judgment or anything like that. Um, and uh, they don't accept it. They, they think that Jesus will not come back because it's been so long. And a lot of these uh, words that come out of people's mouths come from uh, selfishness, simply put. Uh, they don't want judgment. They want to only focus on what they want in this world and the desires of this world. Uh, they don't want to hear anything convictional. That's what it all comes down to. Uh, you want to push it off. You want to only feel good about what you have and what you are, uh, about yourself. But you're clinging on to something that's perishing, right? So we're, the true believer lives for the spirit, right? For our eternal state, not this temporary body, this temporary life. Uh, this temporary life, everything we have is just entrusted to us as um, being stewards, taking good care of what we have and how we use them in our everyday life, right? We don't live for what we have. We use them for God's kingdom, right? We, we use them for God's kingdom, not for our own selfish desire. So although in today's world, the scoffer uh, have free reign to say and do what they want, there is clearly coming a day when they will be permanently judged and vanquished. They will be gone, finally. Uh, their evil deeds will no longer be allowed to continue. When we look at scoffers mocking the return of Jesus, uh, it is important to note that humans who do not truly love or understand the word of God are quick to mock it. Uh, they were mocking Noah when they were uh, year after year as he was building the ark and judgment, he was warning them that judgment's coming, that God's judgment is coming. They didn't listen. It's, it's the same exact thing. Same exact thing. Scoffing, laughing at the idea that God is going to judge, um, not even acknowledging the power of God and who he truly is and how he does keep his promises. He does not stand by idle to watch wickedness and evil just continue to go by. Um, God gives us warnings. Um, and this is why there's no excuse when we die, when anyone dies, that you will be shown a replay of your life and how many opportunities you had to repent. How many chances and warnings did you get? And you continued to, to, to turn a blind eye, a deaf ear, and want to live how you wanted to live for your own self. And this is a continuous rejection in a lifetime of rejecting God and his warnings. So in that response, you give God no choice but to judge you for your wickedness. Um, and I do know uh, for a fact that anyone who wants to know the truth, God will make a way for them. Even if you're in the rainforest in the middle of nowhere in a, in a village, he will make a way for you to find and know his truth. So, but many people choose to reject it, and it's sad. Uh, simply put, they do not care to seek the truth or salvation. They have no patience to see how God can work in their lives and are only concerned with the here and now, all right? The true believer thinks of the future. He's always thinking of the future and what's going to happen, right? From actions and their words and what, how they live. The true believer is always thinking about the future, the eternal state. And the judgment of God. The fear of God is there. 
the true believer is always patient, kind, knowing whether God says yes or no or wait. We always take heart with gladness, with gratitude, and that He holds everything uh, in His hands and knows what is best for us. All right, what we need. All right. All right. So here's a response. How am I responding to scoffers? Uh, by telling them the truth with love and grace. But always remember that we must first transform our own hearts and actions before we can help others. And so this is where spiritual maturity comes in, right? If you're not there yet, at a level where you are, um, how Paul describes it, eating adult food, right? Uh, daily reading scripture, daily praying, um, and, and, and you're not really passionate for learning and hearing God's word, then you analyze yourself and ask yourself, are you taking God's word seriously enough to read it every day and let it speak into your life and be your guide? Right? Many professing Christians don't do that. Right? They don't. Uh, if yes, then you are on the right path. If no, it's time to pick up his word, maybe blow off the dust, put away all excuses and distractions, take a deep breath, and earnestly seek his word as the ultimate authority in your life. So now you know the truth about who is a scoffer.